Welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito. And I am Maggie Robinson. And this is a podcast with with no no agenda. We would love if you guys would subscribe to the podcast and that way you never miss a new episode. Additionally, when you subscribe, if you could rate and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We are also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, so please give us a follow at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. And Maggie? You can reach us at our email address, louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. episode of Louisiana Ladies, and today we have our second Louisiana lad. Say hey, Casey. Hey, guys. <laughs> so, Casey, this is actually not his podcast debut. His podcast debut was on our TPA Tidbit podcast, where he did an excellent job, if anybody wants to go check that out. Um, but I'm very lucky, because I have two of our team members. Maggie is on our team, and she's the co-host. Hey, guys. And she's here, as per usual. And then we will talk to Casey in just a little bit. Um, But I do notice that whenever I start these podcasts, I say that I have updates. They're not really updates. They're just, they're more like things, stuff, right? Is update an okay word? Yeah, I think it's... I feel like it makes me sound a little bit more official, you know? So, Mm -hmm. okay, so first thing. I don't remember what episode this was. It was episodes ago because we are like, we are rocking and rolling. Um, And I said that I did not like my Stanley cup because it was 40 ounces and it was heavy. And I need to personally apologize to Stanley Cup because the Stanley Cup is the perfect cup when you are in your car or when you want, well, really, it's it's the cup holder. It's It fits in the cup holder. So mm-hmm. I said that the reduced tumblers, remember, they don't really fit. It. They don't, they kind of fit. No. You know what we're talking about, Casey? No. Nope. Tumblers. Okay. Casey's got his plastic cup of water. I feel like guys don't do tumblers. Well, the extra weight for the Stanley Cup probably helps it sit more securely. In yes, your, yeah. In your cup holder too. It's. I'll just tell you this: the Stanley Cup is very nice to have on a road trip. It would be nice if you were to carry it because it, you said it's heavy. And oh, you it's you heavy. swing your arm and you get an arm workout. It's heavy. Too. Now it did keep the ice pretty cold. You know, the whole drink was pretty cold. So anyway, I got I got to backtrack on my Stanley Cup review. I'm gonna say. I'll give it three stars. My reduced cup is my around the house cup. Yeah. I, it doesn't go in the car with me because it doesn't fit. It it fits, but it's not, it doesn't fit great. Yeah. So, you know, I'm big on the handles too, and the Yetis don't have the handles. So therein lies how, once again, I'm going to stay hydrated. All right. So last week we talked about our 2021 goal. And by our 2021 goal, I mean my 2021 goal of being able to do, I said pull up. But I really think I want to do a chin-up because I think it's... A What's di- the difference? The grip. So I think a pull-up is an overhand grip, right, Casey? Casey's a trainer. I feel like he knows these things. Uh, somewhat. I mean, there's there's some discrepancies in, depending on what people call things. Oh, okay. I just want to be able to pull up my body over a bar in whatever way that that works. And like... My head kind of go a little bit over it. So um, we did do a poll, and thanks for everyone for participating in the poll. So, Lainey, what were the poll results? All right, so when I asked if you could do a pull-up, 62% of you said no. So you guys are with us, and 38% said yes. Wow. 
However, <laughs> I'm not sure of the legitimacy in some of these answers. <laughs> uh Well, I can tell you what. One of the first people to respond was my husband. And I was like, um, you can do a pull-up. I actually think that he probably can. But I thought it was, you know, kind of funny that he did respond. I think he was the only dude that responded. We had quite a few responses. Yeah. So um, we like that because it's interaction with all of our... All of our um, <laughs> fans <laughs> our listeners our listeners um so we will keep everyone posted on the pull-up challenge because maggie is incorrect that i could do five i just don't think that that's possible did you try nope not yet i'm still working on getting the pull-up bar my nieces have a play set i bet i could do a pull-up over there okay well you try and let me know well and then when we do it we're all going to video ourselves doing it and like just I say I said do. I meant attempt. It it oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can have Aaron video and see what an epic failure it is. <laughs> so um, that's like now I'm like I get an obsessive about things and nobody has figured that out and so now that's my new obsession. Um, and then wait, you just have to go to the playground. There's a playground nearby. Well, that's what Emily said. Yeah, go yeah. to the playground. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Let's just see. <sighs> okay, Maybe we can do that after lunch. <laughs> Sure, in my heels. Why not? <laughs> no good. time like the present. Um, and then we have hit 2,000 downloads. Woo! Yay! <laughs> Yay! Um, and we do appreciate everyone's support and just, you know, we've got some really fun stuff planned. We are actually pretty booked up for guests for the next, like, two months. Right, Lainey? Mm-hmm. Um, and we appreciate all of our guests. And um, I'm going to do a shout-out. I have two shout-outs today. Shout outs. My first one is really to Chelsea Blankenship. <laughs> Thank you, Chelsea, uh, for giving us some tips on social media. Um, and then before we get into other stuff, I did just want to talk a little bit about my grandmother. So Casey and Maggie have heard me talk about her. So my grandmother did pass away about a week or so, and we had her services. And this is going to sound kind of, I don't know if this is going to sound weird, but like her funeral was beautiful. You know, it's like a beautiful thing. And I was, I am the oldest grandchild of nine grandchildren. Hopefully I said that number right. Um, So I'm the oldest of nine and the oldest sibling, hence in lies where I'm really bossy. Um, So I was voluntold that I was going to be a reader at Mass. And my aunt Phyllis actually gave the eulogy and it was beautiful and I almost choked up at the eulogy, and I thought, okay, I can't, like, I feel like that's my biggest fear when I go to do something like that. I'm going mm-hmm. to get up, and I'm going to just start crying in front of everyone, but the service was beautiful. The priest did a really great job, and then no lie, we went to my aunt's house, and we had a great time, and the entire family was there, and I was actually thinking about this, that um, that side of the family, I went through it yesterday with you, Maggie. It's yeah. like 32 people. We've got five siblings and their significant others, nine grandchildren, and I think five of us are married or have a fiancé or significant other, and then seven great-grandchildren. So that's a lot of people. Casey, do you have a big family? Not really. Okay. So that right there is like 30-ish people. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay. So wait, hold on. You my dad... talk about your interesting dynamic. My dad's side of the family has nine siblings. One of them has passed away a couple of years ago. Nine siblings, all of them married. And I think, 
Uh, dad, I'm sorry, my dad doesn't really stay up to up to date with the podcast, but I think it's like 20 cousins, and then you know we have our significant others, and then there's some great grandchildren too. So that's probably 45 people on that side. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're looking at 75 people between my two sides of the family, and one year we all took a cruise together. No, actually we did this several years, but the first year was by far the best year. Let's just say we took over the Carnival cruise ship. Everybody knew who this family was. And I think it's very unique and very special. My sister and I were talking about this. It's both sides of my family, Mm -hmm. you know. And so my dad's side of the family had reached out to us, too, when my grandmother passed away because they knew my grandmother. So anyway, so we call my grandmother Mimi, and she lived. She was almost 91. Um, What is her name? Jean Cangelosi. And so... um, she was almost 91, really, really lived a great life, and she was really a inspiration, um, definitely had a great attitude. I feel like I could learn a lot from her, but um, I was trying to figure out how I would put into words how I could describe her, and when we were sitting in church, my cousin, my cousin's wife, Kaylee, said, oh, Missy, I was looking at this book last night at Tootie's house, and by the way, we have like nicknames for everyone, so just... Just don't worry about the names. But at my aunt's house, and she says, it was just so sweet. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I am, like, not overly thoughtful. So basically, when I was 21 or 22, I actually was thoughtful. And I put together a binder for my grandmother. And it had, by that point, all of the grandchildren had been born. So Emily, I'm the oldest. Emily is the youngest. And so basically, I had a page and I did a collage of each grandchild. Okay. I kind of forgot I did this. And then we get to my aunts and I had written a letter to Mimi. And as I read the letter, I thought this is the letter that I want to read on the podcast. Right? So I feel like this letter right here sums up Mimi. Are you ready? Maggie, you okay? We've already talked about Maggie crying. Let me hold my hand. <laughs> it's not. It's not overly. It's not overly emotional, but I do think that it's good, and it's something that I want to do for my grandmother. So. And you were twenty-two when you did this. Yeah, I'm gonna go with twenty-two. I'm trying to like backtrack. I put some years in here. I think I was twenty-one or twenty-two. All right, let's hear. It. Okay, here we go. Dear Mimi, I put together this present because if it wasn't for you, none of us would be here today. I wanted you to have something to look at and maybe something to show your friends when you're bragging to them about your nine wonderful grandchildren, especially the oldest. (laughs) Yes, that's in there. Okay. But I also wanted to give you this present because I want to thank you for everything you've done for us. For the past seven years, I've only had one grandparent. And I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt myself. That's where I think I was 21 or 22 because my dad's mom passed away when I was around 15 or 16. Gotcha. Um, so for the past seven years, I've only had one grandparent, and even though I would have loved for all of them to be here, you've done a pretty good job of playing the one grandparent role. I don't think I've known anyone else in my life who cares about people as much as you do. You are the type of person people like to be around. When someone gets excited, you get excited for them. And when someone is upset about something, you are genuinely just as upset as they are. I remember the first time I got a car and I drove it over to your house and you were so happy someone would have thought you just got a new car. It was from then on that I realized what a good person you are. I know that if I ever needed anything, I could call you and you would be right there for me. You are one of the strongest people I know because if I would have been you 15 years ago and lost my husband, I don't know what I would have done. But you pulled through it and you are a happy person now. Not that she was ever really sad, but she's very happy. 
Uh, I love being around you, and I love when I get to see you, even though it's not as often as I'd like. When someone asks me about my grandmother, I generally describe you as cool because you have all the qualities of a grandmother and all of the qualities of a great friend. You're not just any ordinary Mimi. You're something special to all of us, and you're the glue that holds this family together. Thank you for everything you have done for us, for me, and for others, because there is truly no one else like you. I love you, Mimi, and Merry Christmas. Whew, I'm kind of starting to get choked up. <laughs> but good golly, was I not thoughtful. <laughs> That's really sweet. So I think the what I thought whenever I saw that is, you know, sometimes I feel like we do things and we don't think too much of it. Like I knew that Mimi would have, I knew she loved it at the time. And I remember her probably getting emotional and excited at the time. But man, I am so glad that I wrote that letter to her because it was in her little, you know, apartment in her retirement home that she had kept. And, you know, I just, I was like, kind of like, go me. That might be my proud of myself moment that I did that. And now we have something to remember her by. Um, and then the very last thing that I want to talk about my grandmother really quick. I don't know if anybody knows how to play the game. Boo-ray. Casey, do you know how to play it? Yeah. Okay. So whenever we would go to the beach, again, we spent a lot of time and we still do. We spent a lot of time with our extended family. Uh, but when we go, when we would go to the beach, we would play boo-ray. Okay. And we would, you know, throw quarters or something or whatever into the, the pot. My grandmother would boo-ray the crap out of everybody at that table. Like, and kind of try to apologize for it. Right? You, yeah. Casey, you're no, nodding. Those, okay. Those old people, when you play boo-ray with them, they are intense. <laughs> they are. They don't like, you better play right. They'll call you out. Yeah. And she's like, and she, I remember, I'll never forget this one time she beat me and she goes, I'm sorry. And she like showed her exactly, <laughs> took the pot. Casey just did exactly what she did. So, so anyway, so Mimi, we love you. And, you know, we were able to celebrate your life um, for your services. And I'm also very fortunate too, because... Uh, I was basically gifted her wedding ring. So I get to wear that as a reminder of her every day. So um, I'm wearing it on not the right finger right now because it's a little too big, but that's very, very special to me. So anyway, we that's kind of heavy, guys. So let's move on to other shout out is to Patty Cake. <laughs> because <laughs> we had asked somebody, anybody to send us an email. <laughs> to the Louisiana Ladies Gmail account. <laughs> I don't know what made me think of it. I just said, oh, I need to check it. And Patrick had sent it like what? Okay, like a week. And it just said, hey. <laughs> so I said, I told him, I said, oh, I'm so sorry we didn't respond. He's like, I know you told me the email and y'all didn't respond. <laughs> it was crickets on the other side. <laughs> so anyway, thank you, Patrick. Appreciate your support um, as always. I feel like he listens to me a lot more in the podcast than maybe in person. So just picking. All right, Maggie, you're going to do the word of the episode. Word of the episode. Word up. Okay. So the word of the episode is antiquated. And I chose this word this week because me and Aaron were having a discussion about something and he used it. And I said, you're using that incorrectly. And then a couple of days ago, you're using the word incorrectly? Yeah, he used antiquated. I was like, that's not right. Oh, he was using it wrong. He used it. And I'm like, that's not right. Well, a couple days go by and he's like, babe, look up the definition of antiquated. (laughs) And do you have the definition, Lainey? All right. Antiquated, old fashioned or outdated. Okay. So I do apologize to Aaron because he used it correctly, and I told him he used it wrong. 
And then he had me look up the definition, and I was like, you were, in fact, using the word properly. So I needed a reminder that that is what antiquated means, because I apparently didn't know. Don't you hate it when you think a word means one thing and then somebody just busts your bubble? Especially if you use... It's kind of like when you sing words to a song and somebody tells you that they're the wrong words. I hate when the musician changes the words. Right, exactly. My words, even if my words don't make any sense. Yeah, it sounds good. Exactly. Thank you, Casey. All right. So, quick proud of myself moment. I have canceled one of my subscriptions. I'm working on canceling subscriptions. I am going to be like you, Narisha, and I'm not going to be subscription girl anymore. But it's going to take a year. Good for you. Yeah, it was a food subscription. I was about to say, are you going to say what you Yeah, it was the, like, uh, ready-made meals delivery. And so, I signed up for it, and then, you know, you could could, uh, suspend or do all this stuff on the website. They had the most non-user-friendly website I've ever seen. And I was proud of myself because I am not good at telling people I don't want to do anything. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why I feel like they're really disappointed that they're going to lose just me as a customer. But they make you feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, would you like me to call you and go through the website? And I was like, well, no. I don't want you to do that. I am not interested. Thank you. And I didn't overexplain myself either. Like, this dude doesn't need to know that I'm what's going on in my life. He's an 800 number. Okay. Right. Okay. Maggie, your palm. No, they really do make you feel bad because they're like, sorry to see you go. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you I'm like, no, you're not. You don't even know me. Stop making me feel bad. So I get that. My proud of myself moment was, I mean, y'all, I'm basically Joanna Gaines. <laughs> <laughs> not really. But I will say through this home renovation, I, I really enjoy doing this. It certainly helps that Aaron's doing all the logistics, like calling the subs and lining people up. But I get to be, like, over the top saying, like, oh, I noticed that you didn't do that. I think this would be a good addition. (laughs) And overseeing the project. And it's been really fun. Wow. That's not how I would describe my own renovations. Like, if I wasn't living in my house right now that I'm renovating, I would, I mean, I would want to do this all the time. Don't get any ideas. No, I mean, like... I mean, like, you can do it on the side. A side gig. Okay. But, like, flipping houses, I just think I just think it's oh. fun. What do you think, Casey? Would you want to do that? Probably. It does seem interesting. I mean, it's just... It's also a lot of risk involved with it because you have to be able to appease to masses to flip houses quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that really stresses me out, so... But good for you, Maggie. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it's never fun for me. That's why I'm never going to build a house. All right, so let's move on to the highlight of this episode. So many people have asked me, because I bring up Casey a lot, they're like, we want to know about Casey. And um, I also do want to mention, I'm going to throw this out here, we are, you know, right, we're not in the middle of our, like, really, I hate to use the word busy, but our, like, a lot of work time. Right. So we are going to try to keep the podcast going, especially since we have guests lined up, but might have to make them a little shorter. But anyway, so Casey, welcome again. Thank you. All right. So Casey, first of all, where are you from? I'm not going to go into how we met. I know exactly how we met, but where are you from? I am from Cecilia, Louisiana. Okay. Where is that? If you look it up on Google, it's a census designated area. It's not a town or a village. Um, If you're heading towards Lafayette from Baton Rouge... You get off the first exit after the Basin Bridge. That's the Henderson exit. It's a couple miles off the exit. 
anybody that's campers, if you know the um, Cajun Palms RV Resort, it's it's not far from there. Okay, and so you were born and raised there. Yes. Population of? About 2,000. Okay, so that's more than what I was thinking. So your address, is it Cecilia or is it Lafayette? Uh, it is Orneville, which is... That's always confused me. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so what is Arnerville? Arnerville? Yeah, Arnerville's a neighboring town. <laughs> You'll say uh, it wrong if you read it, but he says it. <laughs> so why can't he, Okay, so because Cecilia is a designated whatever you just said. Okay, yeah. so you only have a Cecilia address if you have a PO box. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so you went to school there. Yes. High school. High school. Yes. Uh, I don't know this. Where did you go to college? I got my bachelor's degree at the University of Louisiana Lafayette. Okay, but then you went back and got your MBA. I got my teaching certificate at Louisiana College and then my MBA at LSU Shreveport. Okay. So you graduated college. Yes. You taught for a couple of years. Yep. You were the athletic trainer. Correct. Right? Which is why I was asking him about the pull-ups. And that was for all sports or? All sports. All sports. Yep. All boys and girls sports at, at the high school there. Okay. And what what subject did you teach, Casey? I taught math. You taught math! <laughs> You're not going to talk about how y'all met? Oh, we're going to talk about how we met. We're going to go there. All right. So we were looking for somebody with the firm. Okay, hold on. This is going to sound, I'm just going to be very vulnerable here. Did you apply for the position in the TPA department? I did not. You applied for the position in what department? Tax or audit. One of those. Okay, so you were kind of going through a little bit of a career, reflecting on your career, That's shall we say, kind yeah. of like I did. Okay, okay, so this is Casey, and I do have this in common. Did you ever talk to anybody about a position in tax or audit? So I have a relative that is a, a CPA local here, and I had done some job shadowing there. Okay. Um, so that was kind of in the, the background of my mind. I also did some job shadowing as a financial advisor. Okay. Uh, so then when I finished my MBA, I was just kind of trying to find find something. Find something. Yeah. Yeah. And so you went, you thought about accounting because you were a math teacher. Right. Did always, people tell you that math and accounting are not the same thing? Because I got that comment a lot. They did. My wife is an accountant. And right. so she warned me about that pretty early on. But I do feel like there's similarities. Yeah. I've always been decent with numbers, so I thought that would have been a good choice. Decent. You're selling yourself short. We'll get to this in a second. Okay. Right. So, um, okay. So, you come to the firm and you interview. You didn't interview with me first, did you? No. I got a call from the marketing coordinator at the time to see if I'd be interested in a position in the the TPA section. Oh. Had no clue what that was, but I said, sure. Okay. So you originally applied like through whatever online program we do, right? Yeah. I don't know any of this. I just I just get meetings on the calendars to interview people. Okay, so then you come in. I think I might have mentioned this on a prior episode. I don't really know, but pretty much anybody that comes for any type of accounting uh, or technical position, we give them the Wonderlick test. And the Wonderlick test, and I feel like when we when I say this to people, it makes it sound really mean, but I really feel like they use the Wonderlick on pro football players. Yes. Okay. At the combine, you have to take the Wonderlick. Okay. So my I took the Wonderlick, but it was like six years after I started working here, and I just wanted to see what I could do. Tommy Lejeune has yet to take the Wonderlick. So, um, <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> but I mean, you know, he's the managing partner. Does he really have to take the Wonder Lake? So I was just curious as to what I would get. So did it start after you started? I mean, oh yeah, we we've done it within the last twenty years or something. No, you've only been here eleven. <laughs> no, that's that's not what I meant. Uh, Ten years. I would say it was probably close to after I started. I don't know who came up with giving people the Wonder Lake if. Somebody saw that at a conference or something like that. But I am kind of a believer in the Wonderlick um, from an analytical and logical reasoning. I mean, is that how you would describe it? Do you remember taking it? I do remember taking it. Yeah. To me, it was it was logical, right? It was like, if this is this shape and this is this next shape, what's yeah. the third shape? Patterns, word associations, those types of things. Okay, Casey just described it way better than I did. Okay. <laughs> so we give the Wonderlick and then we give the personality test, right? And so um, I'm not as firm of a believer in the personality test because one time Scott Lazaroon and I decided that we were just going to look at all of the people here that have moved up into management and what were those qualities, just out of curiosity. And so we pulled Scott's personality test, or I'm going to say personality test, but I don't know, PCI is what I think it's called. And he came in my office and he goes, I don't know why y'all hired me. Like he did horrible on that section of the test. Like can't work with people. I think he got a zero. Something like he got a zero in one category. I didn't know it was possible to get is that you know, you're rated between zero and one hundred. So anyway, so that went by the wayside. So I I kinda look at that, but anytime we go to interview somebody, the partner or whoever's gonna interview the person, we do get a copy of your Wonderlick results. And I think people take the pretest and then you take the real test when you come in. Correct. Okay, so Casey is not a boastful person, but I'm going to boast on him because this was literally I get his his Wonderlick result and I'm like Oh my gosh, I have never seen anyone score this high on the Wonderlick. It was impressive. I mean, way I higher. with him. There's a genius. Right. I mean, way <laughs> higher than what I scored, right? So I'm like, golly, how the... Now, I do find, and don't take this the wrong way, Casey, I have found, at least with our population within the firm, guys have a tendency to do a little bit better than the females. And I'm not sure if that's the, you know, the analytical side of it. Different way of thinking. Anyway, I mean... I think I got like a 28. Casey, I think, scored perfect score, which was probably like 36 or something like that. So anyway, so I go in there and I'm like, this guy's clearly really smart. So how did our interview go, Casey? <laughs> the first one or the second one? The first one. <laughs> the first one, I I interviewed with the CFO at the time. Yeah. And she basically gave me a rundown of what the, the third-party administrator uh, services were and then... Melissa came in for a few minutes and talked to me and questioning me about my job change and, and that type of thing. Um, and then that was pretty much it. I left and went on my, my merry way the first time. Yeah. So my impression from Casey was he's really quiet and I don't know what to do with quiet people. I mean, I'm like, and I think it was after I'd hired you, Maggie, right? You know, and Maggie and I basically had a conversation when we... <laughs> She took notes in her interview because I was telling her what we do. So it's kind of like, golly, he's quiet, but he's smart. Maybe, just being honest, I thought maybe he'll be a better fit for tax. But I knew that I wanted Casey at the firm, okay? So I send his resume to Jeremy. <laughs> Poor Casey. Pawning you all. Yep. I know. <laughs> well, no, I knew. No. Okay, so truthfully, I know this sounds terrible, but I wanted you at the firm. I was like, he is, he, whatever he does, he's going to be a good employee at the firm. I wasn't really sure about the TPA side just because we, I think it's just because I had a bunch of extroverts at one particular time. So that was totally me. So I send it to Jeremy and I go home that night. And for some reason, I wake up the next morning. I'll never forget this moment. I wake up the next morning. I'm like, I'm getting ready. And I'm like, 
it just kind of gnawed on me. Like, I was like, there's something about that guy. He's smart and he's humble. And so I emailed Jeremy at like seven o'clock in the morning and I was like, I'm taking him back. You can't, don't even, don't just, I don't even know if you've seen the other email at this just point. Just ignore it. <laughs> Change my mind. Whoops. So then I ended up, I think they scheduled another interview with yeah. you. I was thoroughly confused at that point because <laughs> I got a call, said I was getting bought in for a second interview and that it was customary to interview with another partner and that I was going to interview with Jeremy. And then I walked in and I was interviewing with you again. Um, so it was awfully. Maybe I changed my mind, but I didn't tell anybody, right? right? Maybe I just said set up another interview with them. And so I offered you the job on the spot. Correct. Yep. With the contract and everything. I Don't do that. Yep. I was like, here you go. I really want you to come and work with us. And so... That is how Casey has uh, started at the firm or been with the firm, got here. Um, so how's that experience going, Casey? Been good. Been a good change from teaching. Yeah. So would you say it's challenging? It is. Daily. Does your brain hurt? Yes. Yes. So um, Casey, I've said this before, he is the only male in, in our department, but we could not, we could not have a better person to be in the department. So um we don't want to, you know, talk too much technical stuff. But Casey, it's been, what, over three years? Yep, a little over three years. A little over three years. Commutes a couple of days a week. So, aside from this, aside from the fact that Casey is just an amazing employee and way smarter than I will ever be, um, you do have some hobbies. I do. On the side. I don't know how he does all of this stuff. I, uh, I enjoy playing golf uh, when I have some free time. And then I also volunteer coach uh, high school baseball at my, my hometown. And is that time-consuming? It is, yep. But you like it? I do. Do they call you Coach Casey? They do, yep. Okay, so are you nice to them? Are you, like, stern? It depends. I think I'd like to see this Coach Casey. Yeah. Because I don't think I've ever seen you get mad. Oh, I can imagine he gets mad on the baseball field. You can imagine that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's super competitive. Don't come to that game. Oh, okay. I might think of you differently. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty competitive, like Maggie said. You are competitive. I do know this about you. Okay, that's okay. So am I. Um, okay, so the other thing I did want to talk about is, didn't you start a nonprofit? Yes. Uh, me and a couple friends started a nonprofit, uh, and I'm also serving on the board of a second nonprofit. Oh, okay. Can you say the names of these nonprofits? Uh, so the nonprofit that I serve on the board of is Impact Acadiana. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the nonprofit that we started is the Shea Stelly Memorial Scholarship Fund. Okay, and so what what inspired you to start that organization? Um, so Shea was a, a student that I coached when I was still teaching, and then when he graduated, he he stayed on and helped this coach. And Shea had muscular dystrophy and was confined to a wheelchair, uh, and he passed away a few months before his twenty first birthday a few years ago. And if you talk to anybody in Cecilia or any anywhere in the Acadiana area, they know Cochet and okay. the, the impact that he had. He was the spokesperson for Muscular Dystrophy Association, um, and just he had a big impact on a lot of people. So we felt that um, his name should be carried forward. So we decided to start a scholarship, um, and we host a golf tournament every year to raise funds, and we award scholarships on an annual basis to graduates of our high school okay so the scholarships to graduates of the high school is is it just a monetary scholarship that they can use towards a um, college yep. any they college have, okay. they have to provide uh, documentation that they've enrolled in in some type of secondary schooling uh, and they get uh, a cash donation to pay for books or room and board or 
tuition, whatever, whatever they choose. Okay. So that golf tournament is annual. Yep. Right. And then when do y'all award the scholarship? Uh, in May. In May. Yep. So okay. we, we host the golf tournament typically every September. And then in May, um, the senior class has their senior awards banquet and we present the scholarships at, at the banquet. And that was the high school that you went to? Yeah. Is it the only high school? Yes, it's the only high school in the town. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, and let me ask you this. Does the amount of the scholarship depend on the success of the golf tournament? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, we've been fortunate. Last year, we weren't able to host the golf tournament, but we were still able to earn some donations and things like that. So, in the two years that we've been able to award scholarships, we've awarded a little over $5,000 of scholarships, and we've We've been able to grow exponentially, so hopefully we can make it bigger and better every year. I love that. So does that nonprofit have a board, or are you the board? Uh, we have a board. You have a board? Yeah. Okay. It's uh, me, my wife, and two of my buddies that we, we started it together. Yeah. So and we, we host and run the golf tournament and get volunteers, and it's just nose to the ground, hard work, and getting it done. So do you all have um, bylaws? Yes. Okay. Wow. So we, official. We are incorporated. The the five hundred one c three nonprofit application is at the IRS, just waiting for approval. There you so go. we are we're legit. You are legit, and so um, I feel like you got a little bit of entrepreneur in you. I would say that's right. I think you do. Um, just Casey's just a different type of Casey's a, a quiet, mellow entrepreneur, where I am a loud. Outgoing. I was going to say obnoxious, but I'm going to go with outgoing. I was going to say rambunctious. <laughs> rambunctious, hyper, high strung, high stress. Casey's not really like that. Um, okay, you know what I didn't ask that? What grade did you teach? Um, I taught sixth through ninth. I taught sixth grade for a year, eighth grade for two years, a couple algebra ones, and seventh grade for one year. My favorite, algebra. Oh, I love algebra. Yeah. Do you still like math? I do. I mean, I would love to do some math problems. I do math problems sometimes, proportions, trying to back into certain things. I do so too, that's... but that's like basic algebra. Like, I kind of want to do some calculus. No, no, not that, not not that excited. Well, and you know, another thing though that Casey he's he left the teaching profession, and but he's very he's still very good. When you say Maggie at explaining things to people, oh yeah. He teaches me a lot of things. <laughs> so y'all started around the same time. Yes. Right? Like four months apart. He started after me. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. You were June. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were October. Correct. Okay. We both applied for not in the pension department. <laughs> right. Has anybody seen a trend? <laughs> pretty sure Taylor Sebaski was the same thing. I'm pretty sure she applied for an audit position. Right, Lainey? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sort of, I mean. Who knows that this exists? Did right. you even know that this type of work exists? No. People just think traditional auditor tax. So that's just. Where it starts. Yeah. And Casey and Maggie have a good rapport, as you can tell. And, um, you know, Casey does a lot for us. So we, we need Casey. I mean, oh, we need we Casey. Need Casey. <laughs> we need Casey. And let me tell you what, though. Okay. I got another story. <laughs> got to tell this story about Casey. Do you know what story I'm going to talk about? I do not. <laughs> so you started working here, and I'm pretty sure that was like October-ish, and then snow happened, yep. right? So I wake up and snows, and, and he's driving in from Cecilia, okay? And now granted, you are an adult, but I'm not even thinking when I wake up that Casey's going to even try to get to the office. And so I didn't, I don't even know if I had your number at that time. So I get to the office because I'm not that far. Patrick might have brought me, but this was one of those days where we like 
basically close the office, right? Eventually, yeah. Yeah, right. No, it takes us a while sometimes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so I get to the office and Casey's here, and I go and I go up to him, and I'm like, um, "Why did you drive here?" Okay, now Casey is very—I mean, like I said, he's mild-mannered, and he looked at me like dead in the eye, and he said, "Melissa." I told you when I started working here, driving doesn't bother me and weather doesn't bother me. And I was like, okay. And then like I scurried back to my office, you know, (laughs) let me go back to my office. But then later on that afternoon, like before it got dark, I was like, I mean, like I can't help it. I know I don't have children, but my employees are very important to me, whether they want to feel that way or not. And so I'm like, um, I'm like Skyping him. I'm like, so it's getting dark. Could you, could you leave basically? And he was like. I think you were like, oh, I've been checking on the weather and stuff like that. But I think that right there, the most dependable person. But but now I have his number and I like wake up at four in the morning. And I'm like, there is a hurricane. <laughs> do not come into the office. But you have capabilities to work from home. I do, yeah. So, and Casey just built a new house. We did. That was a interesting process. Yeah, sure. during COVID. During COVID. During COVID. Yeah, we, we closed in February and broke ground in March. And so... Basically, the whole process was COVID-induced. Yeah. And it's just stressful it, anyway. It, yeah, it is. Now, do you love it? I do. It still kind of feels like a hotel. We're still trying to get settled and get things in place. So Yeah, I know. that. That's It kind of depends on the house, you know, to, to get that feeling. But you'll figure it out. Yeah. We actually, the house that we were in a long time ago, we never really put the time or effort into making it homey. So for five years, we liked the house, but it never had that homey feel. Um, so I think it does just take some some effort to do that. So Casey, is there anything else that you want to talk about? I feel like Casey gives really good advice. So before we, we finish talking to you completely, what's the most valuable piece of advice you've ever been given? When I was in college, I had had the opportunity to spend a, spend a good bit of time around the UL baseball team, uh, and the, the head coach was was Coach Robichaux. He's since passed away, and he he was just a phenomenal coach and person. And he had what was called these robisms, and it was just different things that sayings that he would use throughout the year. And at the time, he said one that didn't really. It stuck with me, but didn't stick out. And then when I was going through the transition um, from teaching to to here, it, it was kind of a driving force, and it it was just always in my in my head. And he said that a journey to something is actually a journey away from something. You can't steal second, which your foot steal on first. And I'm I'm a big baseball guy, mm-hmm. and, and just looking back now. It, it makes a lot of sense. And that was probably the thing that I keep in mind the most, that you have to better step outside your comfort zone and be willing to step away from what you know. So stepping away from teaching to move um, to a different career. And, and that was that was probably my, my favorite thing that I took away from that. I love that. Wow. Because that's, I mean, that was scary. I mean, that's scary. Yeah. Anytime you do something like that, it takes a lot of courage. But that, I like what, that. Change your careers in the middle of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people ask me. I think people think it was really easy for me, and I'm like, um, I was terrified. Yeah, terrified. And yeah. poor Casey, he came in here and he had to start working with me. I'd be like, whoa, what did I get myself into? <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> you used to working in a classroom with 30 kids by yourself, and then you can hear your boss down the hall now. My voice carries. Yeah. Can you still hear me? I do. Oh, okay. Well. I don't think that's going to change. No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got our FAQs, five awesome questions. Okay. All right. Maggie, you're up. Yes. 
So, baseball or football? Baseball. Airplane or road trip? Road trip. Itinerary or winging it? Itinerary. I, th- I knew that. I definitely <laughs> knew the answer to that. I feel that like one. every day of your life is an itinerary. <laughs> By the way, the most, the, dis- most- the most disciplined person. I I strive to be like Casey. It hasn't happened yet, but we're working on it. Universal or Disney World? Ooh, both. Okay, well, you know, it's your, it's your FAQ. Yeah. Waffle House or IHOP? Waffle House. <laughs> Same. Same. Really? Oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah, I, do like that. I don't go to really either one of those, but um, you're missing out. I know it's just because I don't go to breakfast. It's you know you're and, missing out. Yeah, you can eat it whenever. Right. Well, that is true. Can we we can take a lunch there. Yeah. Oh, that would be all sorts special for lunch. That would be amazing. It costs us ten bucks. Yeah, all of us. All right. So, Casey, thank you very much. And if anybody wants to get in touch with Casey since he works here, you can go to our website, um, choosesentinel.com. His contact information is up there. Uh, If you have any interest in his uh, organizations that he's a part of, um, I think that that is just absolutely, I think to start a foundation or nonprofit in memory of someone is just, it's amazing. Very proud of you, Casey. And he does all of this and still works. Probably more than what I'm comfortable with, but it's okay. We we won't talk about that on the podcast. Just, just don't look at my timesheet. I'm not it's looking okay. at your timesheet. I'm not because it's going to stress me out. But anyway. Um, all right. So things that make us happy. Things that make us happy. So I have found some really good collagen creamer from iHeart Macros. And it makes my coffee kind of like a latte. And it makes me happy every single day when I'm done with my workout. And I get to drink that coffee. Oh, It's caramel macchiato. Or toasted marshmallow is the other flavor. Mm. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. Um, speaking of tummies, <laughs> goalie gummies. Goalie gummies? Okay. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I don't either. So these are the uh, apple cider vinegar gummies. And I have no idea if they actually work, but in my brain, they work. And they just came out with some that has ashwagandha in it. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. Dang, I gotta get through. I have like four bottles of the gummies, but I could use the ashwagandha. Do you don't you don't eat them every day? Uh, I mean, I was I was doing pretty good, but with moving out of my house and oh. stuff, I'm like, where are they? Oh, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I, I really do like them. And then the last thing, and I don't really talk. I don't feel like I've talked about this that much, right, Lainey? Mm. My Peloton. I can't believe I have not talked about the Peloton. I get so fired up watching those commercials. I'm like, I need one. I wouldn't use it, but I need one. I could do, speaking of, like, we will have to wrap up in just a minute. I'm saying this out loud on the podcast since my dad took my car to get fixed and he's on his way back. Thanks, Dad. Um, But, okay, if anybody is questioning whether they should get a Peloton bike, get a Peloton bike. Because it is, hands down, one of the best pieces of fitness equipment. This is... Again, my disclaimer, I'm not a fitness expert, but to me, it is one of the best pieces of fitness equipment. And I get the, well, I don't think I'll use it. These instructors, I mean, I don't love all of them, but there's plenty to choose from. And you get on there and you'll do a 45 minute bike ride and you're sweating and your heart's pumping. I mean, it is the best thing that I've ever bought for my house. Dang. Hands down. That I am such a believer in it. When somebody asks me in it, I'm like, get it. You will use it. And they also, on the app, they also have all types of workouts from yoga, I think, to meditation, to strength training classes. Like, you really could just buy the Peloton, and I think it's $40 a month membership, so you do have to buy the bike, and you do have to pay the membership. And you could literally work out four or five days, so you could, well, you could work out every day and do something different every single day. 
I mean, so that's a pretty good testimonial. So when you're trying the yoga from the Peloton app. I did a 10-minute yoga. Right. 10 <laughs> minutes. Right, because that's another goal. That one's kind of, I think I'll probably do a chin-up before I'll do yoga, okay. actually. <laughs> but, um, but I do get asked that a lot, you know, do you like your Peloton? Oh, by the way, if anybody does buy the Peloton, you do need to get the shoes because you need to clip in. But I do want to say this. I know it sounds more intimidating. It's sturdy. Just take my word for it. I never took spin class, and I'm not like a cyclist. So I basically wanted something. Running kind of hurts my body if I do it too much. Like, I can go four miles every other week or so, but but really more than that, just it doesn't work for me. Um, so I've never taken a spin class. Or I've taken, like, two, and I bought the Peloton on a whim, and I love it. I probably ride that thing three to four days a week, and I still do other types of workouts. Like, sometimes I'll just hop on for ten minutes. So that's my... I could do a whole episode on Peloton. Okay. But well, back to you, Maggie. What? I mean, I, I'm i interested to hear more because I just, I don't know anything about it. But oh, God, it's so awesome. You can't actually do yoga exercises on a Peloton. No, like you it's have to get biking. Off. It's just different types of biking. No, you can, you have to, they have the app so you can play the app on your iPad or through Apple TV or from your iPhone. And that's how you take the yoga class. Okay. Well, my thing that makes me happy this week is my niece learned to wave. And it's the cutest thing you... Wait, the baby? Yes. <laughs> she's probably not really a baby. I mean, what is she, 10 she's, months? She's almost a year oh. old in March, but she waves and it's... Oh, bless her It's heart. precious. My sister sent the video yesterday and I probably watched it 17 times. I mean, it just... I'm obsessed. So, okay. So, you know where else I kind of get like, like that kind of stuff really gets to me, but... When I was going through memory lane, you know, and I was like down memory lane and, oh, and looking at pictures and I'm looking at pictures of my nephew, Major... Y'all, I know. he was so fat. He was the fattest kid. Chunkiest cheeks you've ever seen. I got pictures of him in my office. Um, I don't know if I have a fat... I almost started crying looking at the picture because I was like, oh my God, I missed that. Can he be... Because he's nine now and he's like, I am. You know, like, it's... So cherish that. So the, cherish the that. youngest three Robinsons, we call them the triplets because they were all born around the same time. But they're all five now. And I look back at pictures of when they were, like, little toddlers with, I know, once they lose, like, their baby, their baby fat, it's like they're all grown-ups. Yeah, you have a niece, right? Yes. I have two godchildren, Isla and Tate. They're siblings? No. Okay. Isla is my sister-in-law's daughter, and Tate is uh, one of my cousin's son. We didn't even talk about your family, Casey. Now that I think about it. Okay, so can we do, like, a quick little... Back to interviewing Casey really quick. All right, so you have a brother. Yes. In New Orleans. Correct. Okay. Other siblings? Just the brother. Just the brother. Older, yep. younger? He is younger. And what does he do? He is in med school in New Orleans. Oh, okay. All right. So he's not... Is he married? No. Okay. And how long have you and Candace been married? Uh, there will be six years in May. Six years in May. Well, congratulations to you on that. So Candace, I do know Candace, and she is super duper sweet and comes to the Christmas party and probably thinks we're a bunch of Looney Tunes. Accurate. Accurate? Okay. Well, you know, never claim to be responsible. Um, All right. So we're going to wrap that up. Thank you so much, Casey, um, for being our second Louisiana lad. Thanks. (laughs) And again, as we said at the beginning, we're on social media. We do have all these pages on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, So we'd love for you to, to like and subscribe. And we might do a couple of polls, right? That was fun. Um, 
like a poll. I like a poll. That was kind of fun. I like to see where I shake out. I'll always answer a poll because I just want to see like. Me too. And I'm you have to answer it in majority. order to know what everybody else yep. is doing. So mm-hmm. anyway. All right. Well, that's it for now. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Bye.